Hey, anybody interested in the house? Toronto region condo prices have surged. If you're looking for a condo, the Toronto Real Estate Board, TREB, Toronto Regional Real Estate Board, that's a fancy acronym, TREB, reporting that some of the tightest market conditions now exist in Toronto in more than 20 years. A shortage of supply means tough competition among buyers that have pushed up prices as new listings have tumbled 29% and active listings have plunged 65%. Realtors are calling it, quote, unquote, ridiculously low inventory. And it's not just condos, all kinds of housing on the way up. Now, over the last seven years, provincial forecasts have underestimated population growth. Is that true? And overestimated the amount of housing that would be completed on time? Has that contributed to the problem in housing and the surge in housing prices we have right now? Well, Mike Moffat is Senior Director at the Smart Prosperity Institute and the co-author of a study that says that is precisely what has happened. Welcome to the program, Mike. Oh, thank you for having me. What did you find when you studied the uh, projections that the province is using? Yeah, that, that overall, uh, you know, we know that there's been a housing shortage, uh, but uh, we we think that a lot of the shortage, uh, the roots of it go well before uh, the pandemic. So Ontario has a, a growth plan uh, for the greater, whole, greater Golden Horseshoe area, uh, which is founded on uh, forecasts, right? You know, if you want to figure out how many houses you need to build, that's going to be a function of how many people you have. Uh, in the 2017 uh, growth plan, we thought that uh, Ontario would get about 480,000 uh, people coming into the, the the GTA from outside of Canada, you know, international students, immigrants, and so on. Turns out it was about 600,000. So we're off by 120,000 people. At the same time, uh, our building, the amount of, of new homes, uh, you know, everything from, from apartments and rentals to single detached was off by about 25,000. So this explains or helps explain a lot of the shortage. When, you, when your population grow, goes up by about 120,000 people more than anticipated and you have 25,000 fewer homes, that's going to cause high prices and that's going to cause a lot of the out-migration we've seen of families in the GTA moving to communities like, like Brantford and Woodstock and Tilsonburg. Um, the, the province uses a consulting firm named Hemson, and in a response to a question from the Toronto Star, a partner with Hemson defended the uh, numbers that are provided to the government. The quote is, when it comes to forecasting, it's easy to look back and say you should have gotten the numbers exactly right, but there is always uncertainty. The whole thing with projections is that they generally don't turn out to be 100% accurate. Um, do you take that into account? Yeah, absolutely. And we're, we're clear in the report that our, our issue actually isn't with the, the forecast that, that they, they're, they're, they're released, um, that you know, they are based on the most important, uh, important information that, that's known at the time. But one of the things we point out is that the 2017 growth plan was based on forecasts that the Ontario government had Hemson do back in 2012. 
So they were never, never had any sort of major updates to them. They were already five years old when they were enacted. And between 2012 and 2017, we had a number of policy changes, including the introduction of the express entry system for, for immigration in 2015, with some really transformative changes to international student policies in 2014, which attracted a lot of international talent to our colleges and universities. And what we're saying is is that those policy changes never made it into the growth plan. So the issue wasn't that, that you know, Hempson's a, a bad forecaster. I think they, they do a fantastic job. Uh, rather, it's that we were using five-year-old forecasts, which didn't take into account all of this new information. I think it, it's so frustrating when covering this issue, whether we're talking to a politician, whether we're talking to somebody working in real estate, the answer is always the same. When you say, what do we do about this crisis? It's always supply side. Well, there's an issue on the supply side. And it seems that that just keeps getting batted around with no real solution. Do you see something that is, I I mean, I I hesitate to call it a magic bullet, but what is the solution on the supply side? Is it easy to see? Well, I, I think we, we, we need to first admit that we have a problem and we hadn't we hadn't really been there, I, I feel, until recently, you know, but now we're seeing all levels of government sort of acknowledge uh, the supply side uh, issues. We've got the provincial government uh, with their task force that has a report coming out soon uh, that's going to talk about a, a variety of things, including, uh, you know, being able to build duplexes and triplexes by right. Uh, But overall, I think we need to uh, reform how we do growth planning in the province. We have two big recommendations in the report. One is that these forecasts that inform the growth plan, we should be doing them every single year um, instead of what we're doing now where they're done once every seven years and become really out of date. The second thing we need to do in the growth plan is build what I call a contingency buffer. You know, like, uh, you know, you, you and I have looked at many provincial and federal government budgets before, and they always have contingencies built in. Like if interest rates go up or the economy slows down, you have this two or three billion dollar uh, contingency so that you know you can pay for unexpected changes. We think we need to do the same thing in the growth plan that to say okay, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be building for what we think population growth will, will be, but we should actually be building a little bit more than that just in case the population grows faster uh, than, than we anticipate. We need to give ourselves some wiggle room. We need to build a little bit of humility into, into the growth plan for, this, for the reason that, that Hempson Consulting mentions, that you're, you know, you're never going to get these forecasts right. You do the best you can, but you have to realize that uh, there are going to be errors. So let's, you know, let's have, uh, have a plan that will allow for us to be imperfect. I'm speaking with Mike Moffat, who's Senior Director with the Smart Prosperity Institute. Last question, uh, Mike, is uh, the dirty word of density. I'm always kind of surprised by the pushback that people have against the densification of their neighborhood, even though more density often brings better <laughs> services. All kinds of positive things come with increased density. Do we need to kind of you know, realign the public's idea of what density means? 
Well, well, absolutely. And I think we need sort of this, this missing middle. Cause a lot of the, you know, a lot of the sort of pushback to density are, you know, all of a sudden, you know, 20, 30, 50 uh, story condos going up in, in people's neighborhoods. And there's naturally a uh, pushback to that. But if we can build more density to right, where it's like, okay, you know, we're not suggesting that every corner needs a, a 50 story condo, but changing the rules to allow for three and four story buildings is right. Uh, changing the rules, allowing uh, for a duplex or triplex. So, so for instance, in my home, you know, I, I live in a hundred years old home. I could tear down the, the house tomorrow and build a McMansion and nobody could, could stop me. Uh, you know, but if I wanted to build a duplex or triplex, uh, then, you know, you know, I'd have to go through this long process. So we we've got all of these rules that allow for change, but not necessarily the types of change we need. So liberalizing the rules a little bit, but still allowing for those very valid concerns that, that uh, community members have. Mike, always great to talk to you. Please be well. Oh, thank you. Take care. As Mike Moffat, Senior Director with the Smart Prosperity Institute and a co-author of a study that says that we, we are not accurately forecasting the number of people who are coming to this province. And at the same time, we're not building enough housing. And that's why we're in the situation we're in now if you own a piece of property you might be just you know jumping up and down looking at those numbers Woo! look at the paper gains what good is it gonna do you though what good does it do you because it's apples to apples you want to move somewhere i'm assuming you're gonna buy another house so goodbye paper gain my name is alan carter stay with us <laughs> 